0: Welcome to Cloud9's Many Mindful Moment podcast series. Hi, I'm Judith Dreyer, the producer, meditation writer, and your co-host, along with...
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Nelder, Chief Mindfulness and Marketing Officer. Hi, I'm Henry Edinger, COO and co-founder of Cloud9.
2: Hey there, this is Craig Floyd. I'm the farm manager
0: at Cooping Farm in Mystic. Well, I'm delighted to have you here, uh, Craig, and I'm so delighted to introduce you to our audience. Craig is not just the farm manager of the Coogan Farm. He is the master gardener and planner, along with hundreds of volunteers that provide organic food to the new London County food banks. And it's just an amazing garden and an amazing um, project that Craig is really the the captain of the ship for. And so Craig, tell us a little bit about your garden and, and what you folks do there.
2: Sure. Um, so in 2014, the Denison Pequot Nature Center purchased the 45-acre um, historic Coogan Farm, which was established about 1657. And um, we wanted to keep the uh, farm in Coogan Farm. So we decided to build a garden and give it all away. And so um, we have about a 30,000 um, uh, square foot area where we we have a garden that's 11,800 square feet plantable and 100% of what we grow is donated to help feed the 32,000 food insecure people in uh, in the london County. Now this is not your no excuse me normal garden. This is a regenerative no-till no-spray uh, garden. The food is 80% better than anything you have ever put in your mouth on uh, nutritionally. So it's really good especially for those people that are in need. Um we can help the children uh to get healthier and um and so we're doing a good thing when we've donated uh, over 65,000 pounds so far.
0: Isn't that amazing? And it's good quality organic food. It's just not cast offs or leftovers that have been in, sitting on a shelf for three days after it's been transported across the country. So again, it's an amazing project that you have there. Well, Craig, before we go into our mindful moment, we just want to say a few things to our listeners. We all know we're in the midst of very unprecedented and challenging times and so our thought is how can we be present amidst all this uncertainty constant interruptions and the flow of massive external information we know that mindfulness practices can provide a refuge from our daily distractions that are fueled by everything going on today and it's not just the pandemic, but it's the social unrest, it's the economic uncertainty. Every person has the ability to become mindful in the current moment, and all it takes is the ability to focus your breath, be gentle with yourself, and use awareness to examine and accept. Mindfulness practices, such as meditation, they grow our ability to quiet our inner critic, and they allow us to be present by creating a space, wherever we are, of kindness and peace. So our focus in sharing here at cloud Nine's Many Mindful Moment is about mindfulness in our daily life. So Craig, before you tell us more about your experiences in developing and managing this beautiful garden, let's take a mindful moment with you for us and our listeners. So Jeff, I'm going to turn our mindful moment over to you so that our listeners can get a sort of a taste of what we, what we can practice in our everyday life. And, and Craig, we'd like you to just, you know, join us with this practice today.
1: Yeah, Craig, I'll tell you a little bit about it. So our show is dedicated to helping not only our audience, but also all of us recording this podcast to share mindful moments together. Uh, so at this point in the podcast, we, we create a mindful moment with our guest. And we're so happy to have you join us. Uh, it's a very simple exercise. It's very fast. Uh, it, what we're going to do is we just, you know, put our attention on the breath with the breath in and out. And then all of us experience some sort of emotional intensity throughout the day. And it tends to to exist kind of underneath our awareness and dog us throughout the day. So uh, we, we just call whatever that emotional intensity is front and center. And instead of uh, assigning meaning to it, uh, we hold it in a gentle awareness, and we ask four questions in order to hold it in a gentle awareness. Then we take our next breath, and we're back into the into the conversation. So, uh, so we start out with uh, with a, a breath in and out because you can't take a breath in the past, and it's impossible to take a breath in the future. So you know you're being present. So we'll breathe in this present moment, and breathe out this beautiful moment. And then we call into mind whatever that intensity was, whatever that emotional intensity was. And we simply observe it by asking the first question, which is, where do you feel it in the body? Where, where is that, that felt sense? Some people feel it in their chest, their throat. So you just ask, where do you feel it in the body? And you locate it. And then once you located it, you ask the second question, which is, what's the quality of it? What does it feel like? Could be a tingling, could be a heat, could be a pressure. What does it feel like? And once you determine what it feels like, you ask the third question, which is Is it moving? Could even be staying in the same place, but is it moving? And then finally, you ask the last question, the fourth question, which is Is it changing? Is the quality of it changing, the intensity of it changing, or does it remain unchanging? And then you've held it in gentle awareness. You've just witnessed it like a bird watcher without wishing to change it or trap it or get carried away by it. But that's the whole exercise. So we breathe in and out. Thank you.
2: Oh, well, uh, thank you. Um, so, it, one of the things we do in the garden is, of course, we have a lot of volunteers, uh, three to 400, uh, n- normally, of course, right now, uh, we can't do that. We're basically shut down to volunteer, <clears throat> excuse me, except for a handful. And when we were open, uh, we were open to an awful lot of groups that would come, um, especially um, people with special needs. Um, we would get uh, uh, children with special needs that couldn't be in a normal classroom uh, because of anger issues. Um, you know, Teenagers with special needs um, that couldn't perform a task without being told every single step. Um, we have veterans, uh, combat veterans with PTSD that, that come and, and help and um, you know, just so many different um, people with special needs that, that come and benefit um, in so many ways. And I could talk for three, four hours about that um, because of the fact they, that they were interacting with the soil and their microbiology in the soil, uh, which has really changed their life.
0: It does change their life. And I think that's wonderful. So
3: Craig, um, first of all, it's just amazing work you're doing. And to couple both helping people with the end product the results of the growing but also helping people with the with the growing of it and feeling and understanding it you're really helping people re- really live a mindful life and and i think that that's so great you you can and you can as you said you can even see the results of starting people on that path and it's interesting the last couple of days i've been doing a lot of yard work and you you become very present when you're when you're working with your hands in in the yard and touching the dirt and the soil and the grounding so my my question would be you know one is since we're think, thinking mindful moments how, how are you feeling today and then you know you know can you describe some of the emotions since you were it sounds like you were out at, at the at the garden can you just describe some of the emotions for everyone around how you feel the sensations of of being out there and 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 actually a little bit of your your journey that you're on because I think it's so 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 fascinating. So I wonder if you could just talk about your mindful moments today.
2: Uh, my mindful moment today would have to be um, I had received a um, uh, an email from Huntsbrook Farm in uh, in Quaker Hill, and they had um, somewhere around 200 to 300 heads of lettuce. Um, that they wanted to be harvested and then donated to the Gemma Moran Food Bank in in London. And I told them I didn't know whether we could do it or not. Um, I put out the word, Um, we got some volunteers and we went over there and in less than an hour, um, half a dozen or so people harvested um, over 300 heads of just absolutely beautiful lettuce. Um, We took it to the Gemma Moran Food Bank, all donated by Huntsbrook Farm and the farmers there. Um, so to be out there in that field with those people um, on a hot day, sweaty day, um, you know, watching the dragonflies and, and harvesting lettuce and taking it to the food bank and seeing the smiles on everybody's faces, uh, knowing that somebody was going to get some good lettuce today—that um, would be mine for today.
3: What a what a beautiful thing to, you're you're providing, and and you're also providing experiences. So. It's it's it, that's a wonderful story of people coming together for the better. So uh, thank you for that because I think that's that's truly special, truly special. Thank you. Is that and, and one question I have is that would that be a typical day where people have now put you in the focal point? So it's it's beyond what you normally produce. It you're now you're pulling in from from all over. Is that normal? Is that typical?
2: It is kind of typical because um, you know local farmers in the area um sometimes they they just they have extra and they want to donate um to to the food insecure you know thirty two thousand people in the london county really they need help and so these farmers are being just so kind so we get calls i get calls um very frequently on even from home gardeners you know i've got some extra zucchini can i can i donate so there's a lot of positive things going on, neighbor to neighbor, farmer to farmer, um, that people just don't know about.
3: That's fantastic! What, what a wonderful thing! Thank you so much for sharing that.
1: Thank you. Well, and 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 Craig, you know, a lot of people might be thinking, uh, as far as our listeners go, you know, mindfulness and 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 gardening or or farming. You know, what what role does mindfulness have to play in in farming and gardening? And you know you you have a and if 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 you haven't seen it yet, uh, Craig's Craig's TED talk is is absolutely amazing. But you know what, in your words, what role would you say uh, mindfulness or or becoming totally present, not worrying about the past or worrying about the future, but just being right here now and and finding satisfaction in that without judgment. What role does that sense play in, in farming or, or gardening in your, in your farm?
2: You become one with mother nature. People don't understand the strength of the garden and, and what the garden can do for us. Um, whether you're just a 73 year old 10th generation farmer or whether you're a, a, a young teenager with, with uh, a special needs, um, unable to, to verbally communicate, um, what the garden does for us um, to be in the garden, and to be growing and knowing that that um we're we're going to give somebody a, a a meal um you know i don't want to go off on the on the track here but if you ever stood in line at the mobile food pantry and watched all of those people three or four hundred people standing in line because they need food and knowing that you've got it it's a special feel oh boy fantastic I mean, what,
1: so so what so I, I know you talk in your in your talk, you talk about you know what what the experience is like when when people come around that that high stone wall and actually have their first moment seeing the seeing the farm uh, it, you know but you know what do you think it would be like if if more people out in the world could could take dedicated time each day just to to get high on mother nature like that to just to breathe and become present?
2: Yeah, people don't understand the the high, I guess, if you want to call it that, um, that you get from from being out there with Mother Nature and disturbing the soil. Uh, you know, I, I have a story. In fact, I've got two really great stories of uh, one that I know you've heard about the veteran that came in my garden. And, and another one about a young man that came in a, in a parachute harness um, that was basically tethered to uh, a big guy to keep control of him um, and, and, and what happened. And, and how the garden changed both of their lives. Um, it's, it, it is absolutely amazing. You need to get outside and, and volunteer in a garden or just put some parsley in the ground or something. Do something with the soil. You know, we are 90% bacterial cells. What do you think the, the soil is? I mean, we are the soil. I mean, it just does so much good for us. You've got to get out in nature, people. Take your shoes off, just enjoy it.
0: Craig, could you tell us the story about the vet or this other uh, sure. two, two men? I would, we'd love to hear it.
2: Sure. So um, I guess about three years ago, I was in the garden by myself. And, you know, we, our garden is fenced in and we have a big gate. And um, you can't see the garden, really, when you're walking down the, the farm road uh, because the stone wall is so high. Uh, but when you come around the corner, the garden kind of opens up like the old aha moment. And the first thing you see is a rock with children's um, painted handprints all over the over the rock, and people will come up to the to the gate and, and they'll say, "Oh, gee, this place is gorgeous. Um, how do I get involved?" Um, or you know, "I'd love to help you, but I I have a bad back. I can't bend the weed, but I can bend just far enough to reach my pocketbook. Here's an extra twenty bucks." So so that that's one thing about the garden, but. I was there by myself and this young man walked in and, and, you know, um, you can kind of recognize uh, law enforcement, uh, uh, military or, you know, that type of thing. And so I could tell that he was probably military and he walked in. He said, do you mind if I walk around? I said, of course not brother, just don't step on my bed. And so he's walking around and then here comes a tour group. So I have to go to the gate and meet the tour group seven minutes. From the time the first guy walked into the into the garden in the middle of my presentation to the tour group the the veteran walked up to me and he said mr floyd i'm sorry i have to interrupt you i said sure brother what do you need he said i just came back from my third tour in afghanistan i said i did two in vietnam brother i get it i know where you're at and he said but there's something i don't understand i said what's that he said i haven't felt this calm in years i said it's a soil brother." You are disturbing the soil, you are breathing in bacteria, that bacteria is generating the production and release of serotonin in in your brain, you are wasted on nature, you just don't know it, you need to farm. So I said at the time I own Connecticut's first certified humane farm, I said, I will give you piglets. So I gave him some piglets. Um, I saw him. Oh, I don't know, two months ago, and he just come back from his fourth tour, still farming doing really well. Um, it's amazing what the soil can can do for people. But I have another story that if I can make it through it. Um, it's, it's even more um, uh, <clears throat> mindful. Um, so, so we have a group of, 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 of adults, young adults with special needs. And this particular day, a young man came Um, He was in a uh, something like a parachute harness without the parachute on it. I mean, he was cinched up tight and um, he had this big guy that had a hold of the strap that went around the the young fellas um, shoulder, maintaining control. And they walked together and and the big guy would not, you know, would never let let him go. So I wanted him to go up to the north end and and sift soil because I wanted to get his hands in the soil. And so they went up there and um, I decided, well, I'll go up and see how they're doing, you know. And so I went up there, and evidently I got a little too close to the young man. He reached out, grabbed me by the shoulder, and the big guy said, No, 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 don't hurt him, don't hurt him. I said, Brother, if he hurts me, I'll back up. So there was no verbal communication whatsoever. But the young man had a hold of my shoulder, looking me straight in the eye, and pretty soon it's hard to explain, but he's going down my arm with his hand, uh, just kind of squeezing every two, three inches all the way down until eventually we're holding hands. And he's just looking at me. And I said, he he's trying to tell me something. No idea, even to this day, still don't know what he was trying to, to, to tell me, but soon he he, he let go and um, we parted ways and he went his way and, and I went my way Next the, next week. Because they come every week. He came back, no big guy, and no harness. Nature heals people. It's amazing. Well, thank you.
3: Beautiful story.
0: It is. It's a. It's an incredible story about the power of nature to heal, and we don't. We don't hear that very often. In fact, we're not even hearing anything like that in our prevention models for what's happening right now. So Craig, thank you for sharing that. That's such a tender moment for you to experience, and it's a tender moment for us to hear about in our mindful moment today. So thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else, uh, Jeff or Henry, that you'd like to ask before we sign off here?
3: I, I want to know, I guess so the one thing is, is, you were talking about someone can't bend down to, garden what if someone does want to come help how do they how do they reach you and then what if someone can only be reached down to their wallet and, and help how How do we do more
2: <laughs> well thank you for the opportunity to, to, to do that um you can go to uh dpnc.org and click on volunteer or click on donate whichever one you want to do uh right now um D-P-N-C. yeah dpnc that stands for denison peak Nature Center nature center.org and um you know we've got a good website and you can click on there and 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 sign up however uh, because of covid um we can only have people on the weekends only people that have volunteered before because we don't want to train people right now we need people experienced people um so we're not taking volunteers but you can certainly sign up and be on the list so that when we do uh open back up that we can we can get you and we're you know we're always looking for money 32,000 people need us, it's not cheap running a garden. Um, And and so we we could certainly use some financial help as well. So thank you for that opportunity.
0: Cool. And we'll make sure that we have the uh, website posted here for listeners uh, down the road too, because people, you know, hop in and out of podcasts, we want to make sure that they have that available. Well, Craig, thank you. That's all I can say. It's been inspiring. We appreciate your sharing and joining us for the many mindful moment here on Cloud9. Do you have anything to add before we sign off?
2: Uh, just my heartfelt thanks.
0: You're welcome. From ours to yours as well. Uh, so, folks that are listening here today, I'd like to say that our podcast is available on our website, c90health.com or you can follow MediMind on Instagram and Facebook. You can also download the MediMind app for free for a limited time, and it's available in the App Store as well as for Android. And remember that all comments are always appreciated. So on behalf of Cloud9's MediMind team, this is Judith Dreyer.
3: And Henry Ettinger. And Jeff Nelder
0: all of us saying thank you to our guest, uh, Craig Floyd, and we're so grateful you, for you, you know, joining us today. So we, we give you a, a, big, a big heartfelt hug for today.
1: Thank you, and uh, you know, And, and, and I, I hope everyone can remember that although it may not feel like it sometimes, well-being is your natural state of being as a human being. So all of us at Cloud9 are dedicated to helping you create more well-being in your life and the lives of all those you love. So please remember to make time for your own well-being and become mindful with your breath in and out. Thank you.